0: I was recently invited by Christian denomination in Jamaica to address their annual General Assembly on the subject of the Black Lives Matter movement and its relevance to the church. I know that with the trial of Derek Chauvin being televised daily on the network that many people are glued to their television sets anticipating the conviction of the white policeman who kept his knee on the neck of george floyd for nine and a half minutes until floyd died why would there be a question of relevance for black lives matter the movement that got its oxygen from the killing of george floyd Why would a Christian church in Jamaica, comprised largely of Black people, need to be convinced of the relevance of the Black Lives Matter movement? Below is my address that I gave. Thank you again for the invitation to participate in this General Assembly and to offer remarks on the relevance and implications for the BLM, of the BLM movement, for the church I find the topic a bit curious I'm not sure what question I am answering what is the question seeking to ward off what dangers let me assert that what the BLM movement is and what the movement means And let's see if we can figure out where that leads us. Black Lives Matter started as a hashtag in 2012 and has grown to become one of the largest social movements in America. On June 6, 2020, protests in the US included more than 26 million people who are alleged to have participated in protests in 550 locations across the USA. There were other protests in Europe, and there have been continued symbolic gestures across the world of international sports to indicate an intolerance towards racism and notions of white supremacy the movement started in response to the acquittal of george zimmerman a self-styled and self-made neighborhood captain in florida who killed trevon martin in a gated community in florida trevon who was visiting his father in that community was walking to the corner store dressed in a hoodie when zimmerman who was following him and who had been told by a police dispatcher on a 911 call not to get out of his car or to interfere with Martin. Zimmerman did anyway and followed Martin. And when an altercation developed between the two, Zimmerman shot and killed the 17-year-old Martin. Zimmerman, who was white, was acquitted, but not before showing the difference between the relative financial power of his family and the ways in which non-black persons are given the benefit of the doubt and facilitated in the deeply racist systems in America. After Zimmerman was acquitted of second degree murder and manslaughter and found not guilty by an all-female jury, protests erupted the killing of Martin by Zimmerman was followed by the killing of Mike Brown by the police in Ferguson, Missouri, and the killing of Eric Gardner in New York, who was choked to death by four policemen for selling counterfeit cigarettes. What was simmering discontent became full blown, full blown a global movement in protest against systemic racism white supremacy and state violence in the usa after the viral videos showing the killing of george floyd in minneapolis in which former policeman uh, derek chauvin kneeled on the neck of george floyd for nine minutes and 29 seconds while Floyd was handcuffed and put in the prone position on the pavement. Two other police officers also kneeled on his back while George Floyd repeatedly intoned, I can't breathe. The Black Lives Movement was started by three women, Alicia Garza, Patrice Cullors, and Opal Tometi the question is what is its implication for the church is the question one of jurisdiction meaning does it have anything to do with us does the sea that separate us from the usa insulate us against its state violence and racism and targets and that targets its african-american population the answer is that many of our people live there and have serious life-altering, if not life-diminishing, and life-destroying encounters with law enforcement there. We are no less the victims in that space also. The other thing is that we share kith and kin with African American and the contextual realities if different from ours are only superficially so with the lived realities of our people the fundamental challenges of financial deficits family dysfunction social exclusion are shared with us the undervaluing of our kind is part of how things operate in the world. I think there are issues that make us as church predispose more favorably to white people and to identify with them as victims more than we are inclined to identify with our own. It is the learned self negation that has been part of our story forever. In this regard, We need white people to tell us that it is okay for us to support BLM. And even when they join the movement themselves, it is not enough for us. Is our concern therefore moral and ideological? Do we share its objectives of toppling white supremacy and ending racism? There can be no doubt that the effects of organized protests both nationally and internationally over the last years has had on has had a positive impact on policing rules the banning of chokeholds as an example and elements we see in the conduct of trial of derek chauvin are indications of some progress there has been a repudiation of some movies and emblems and tokens that were built on racist assumptions and reinforced the self hate and self-negation of black people. So I would like to frame the rest of the presentation in terms of why we joined the movement, why we should join the movement, in terms of the benefits from and the lessons of its activisms, and allow the race consciousness that it provides to inform the questions we raise in our own context and the approaches we take to law enforcement here to be informed by the Black Lives Matter movement. The first point I wish to make is that Black Lives Matter movement is continuous with the platforms on which our own story as a people is based. We have our tacky and our nanny and our bogle and our sharp and our Gavi and our Marley. Our story in Jamaica is a story of resistance and struggle. And therefore, what we see emerging when a group of people say, Enough is enough, and we are going to stake our demands to be treated better we share with them in solidarity blm is the latest chapter in the struggles of african-american people in quest for a better quality of life it has been the case since they cast aside jim crow and segregation and march for civil rights and we sang with them we shall overcome we have learned some some of us by heart the speech given by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. famously called the "I Have a Dream" speech, and have followed the sit-ins, the bus boycott, the walk across the Edmund Pettus Bridge by Jim Lewis et al. in Montgomery, Alabama. It is their story, but in many respects, it is also our story and this is no different it is a moment in history for us to contribute to the script and to make our input as well it is a modern movement in that it is far more politically correct than we are prepared to be it is inclusive in its language it started out as a heterosexual male movement and then it consciously began to include women and transgender, along with what it calls cisgender people, in order to be able to speak a language that victims of racial and state violence and exclusion could speak. What has happened is that they are no longer prepared to make their story continue to be a footnote of other people's story but to construct a narrative of their own. White people are content to kill Black people to get their way. And they won't even, they don't even want to be reminded that they have done so because they assume that God put them here to plunder and to dominate. It is time for a fulsome participation with the Black Lives Matter agenda by the Jamaican church. Secondly, what they have done is to refuse to accept things as they are, but instead to act in the interest of their neighbor and in the interest of what is just and in the interest of what is right. This is a lesson from which we can all benefit. Let us put on the lenses of justice and righteousness. When we look at the Miss Jackson, the young woman who was killed, and when we look at miss Dawkins the teacher that was also killed beyond the tragedy of it all are there some issues that emerge where is the this itinerant evil coming from who or what should we tackle is there a church in Sandy Bay where the body was found or in Bella's Gate where the shooting took place with which we can exchange notes what about young men who perpetuate these crimes and the police and their approach to it, these investigations we need greater curiosity we need greater ability to remember and to connect the dots a picture needs to emerge that better is possible and our mission must be to usher in that better day BLM has positioned itself to be present where violence is used against Black people by the state and to raise funds and to post bail and to pay legal counsel in these situations. They have positioned themselves as advocate. When nine people were killed in a church in South Carolina by a white supremacist, one of their activists mounted the 30 foot flagpole to take down the Confederate flag. Her name was Bray Newsom. She declared, you come to me with guns, but I come in the name of God. We need a renewal of activism. Bray Newsom said, we cannot live like this one more day. By contrast, our young people are singing songs which do not help us with this consciousness raising we are not interested in the plight of our neighbors thirdly people the people behind the black lives matter movement have given it its foundation have been given their foundation the people behind the black Lives matter movement who have given it its foundation are church people. I have spoken at the conference of the National Progressive Baptist Convention in the USA. They are the movement that gave the world Martin Luther King Jr. When I went there the last time, I met the pastor of Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta, the former church of MLK. He's now Senator Raphael Warner. I met Stacey Abrahams. I had breakfast with Jesse Jackson. To my surprise, these were all very deeply devoted Christians who were responding to the promptings and proddings of the Holy Spirit. So the answer to the question is, you can choose for yourselves whether it is right to obey a man rather than God. But we cannot but respond to the things that we have seen and heard. The Black Lives Matter movement is a movement for righteousness and justice. God's people have endured a long night of lynching, of chokeholds, of no-knock warrants, of shootings at the hands of the police, of the knee of power resting on their neck until they breathe their last. But at long last some people have come to take a knee with them and to echo their words i can't breathe it is time for a movement of international solidarity in which we re- we reject the assumptions and the narrative fed to us and start building a world in which our people have a place to be the best they can be and to be the human beings that god intended them to be amen